Let's turn our attention now to the by-elections that are taking place in the country. It's, uh, of course, the biggest by-elections that have been held on any given day. 107 seats are up for grabs in 95 wards. Now, the special voting got off to um, what seemed to be a relatively good start yesterday. Let's listen to some of those that uh, were able to cast their ballots. I'm very happy to come and vote uh, this today. I want not just a house, but a place, my own place. I'm casting my vote so that the party that I've chosen or voted for, uh, it must work for me and give me the services altogether. We want the change in the in the world, in the in Midlands as a whole, actually, because councillors are the only people that can help us bring changes through the community because middlelandsi aoka e sheba gantle ke location le legolo le gore is almost nearly 70 years already because of le tlhagale le sofa town so we need change in middlelands i'm 94 months nikulile Okoko says she's 94 years old. Uh, She has a few aches and pains, uh, and sometimes she doesn't feel well, but she is happy that she got a chance to cast a vote. So then a generally positive sentiment coming out uh, from those who've been able to vote, at least so far. Today, of course, the polls open for everybody else. Maseko Shibori is the IEC's Deputy Chief Electoral Officer. Good morning and thank you so much for your time on the talking point today. Good morning, Katie. A good place to start would be perhaps just to deal with um, some of the areas where you might be experiencing difficulties today in terms of the opening of the voting stations. Uh, as of a few minutes ago, mm-hmm. uh, I can report that all our stations are open and even in those two isolated instances in uh, Naledi in Soweto, uh, the subs are helping us to uh, restore operations in those voting stations. But the majority of our voting stations were open on time and they remain so operational. Mm. What are you expecting in terms of the kind of turnout that you will see in these wards? And of course, you know, generally because of how the wards are divided, you wouldn't necessarily have a huge influx of people at one station. As you correctly point out, yes, we have by-elections in 95 wards spread across 55 municipalities in all the nine provinces. So there will be an equal participation. Uh, For example, in municipalities that are in a balance, parties would have put more resources to get their vote out. Mm -hmm. However, we are also happy with the work that we could, and the support we continue to receive from platforms like yourselves, where you've created awareness uh, about uh, this by-election. We're hoping today for a more improved uh, turnout. And also in the last two general elections of municipal councils, mm. we have noticed about 10% increase in the rate of participation. We hope that this by elections uh, continues that trend also. In the areas where there have been threats or where there are protests taking place, how do you generally respond to then the threat that is posed, especially to those who would just want to come through and vote and not necessarily be part of the protests? 
Our responsibility is to avail an opportunity for all people who qualify to participate in shaping the affairs of their communities. Mm. To that end, we appeal to those persons who have grievances, whether genuine or otherwise, not to use the electoral process as a way of profiling their grievance, because by so doing, they are trampling on the rights of those persons who want to use the vote to voice their dissatisfaction or to use their voice uh, to choose a representative that they think would, is better placed to articulate and to represent their interests. However, if dialogue fails, uh, we rely on the state security apparatus in the country to assist us uh, to secure the rights of those who want to protest to do so peacefully, mm-hmm. but also to enable those who want to participate to do so unhindered. What time um, are the voting uh, stations going to be open until today? The voting stations open at 7 and they will remain open until uh, 9 o'clock in the evening, except in three wards where the community has authorized varied uh, voting hours. But the voting stations, as a general rule, will remain open until 9 o'clock in the evening. And and which are those uh, districts where (laughs) it's going to take place until a little later? We, we have three wards in the Eastern Cape in which uh, the local PLC has asked the commission to determine a varied uh, voting hours. And in that instance, those stations will close at seven instead of uh, 2,100 hours. It's three wards in the Eastern Cape. And, and what was the particular reason that, that, that they asked for this? Uh, for by-elections, uh, normally in more rural uh, settings. Mm. Uh, there is no activity beyond five o'clock. So okay. in those in, in those cases, when political parties make representations to the commission, the commission, in all probability, uh, access to the, the request and authorizes valid voting hours. The primary reason is that those are rural wards, and beyond five o'clock, there's mm. very little activity. And by seven o'clock, everyone who would have wanted to vote. We have participated. Now, of course, the issue of vote counting is often one that um, gets a lot of attention, especially from the election observers, uh, the different observers of the political parties. How are you? How are we expecting vote counting to go this time around? I mean, you, it's not exactly like you're counting an awful amount of votes, at least compared to what it would be when uh, the entire country is voting at the same time. That's correct. Uh, we not. It, it's not. It's not an insurmountable task. Mm. As of as usual, after the close of the station, we'll convert that station into a voting center with the necessary protocols of social distances on social distancing, with the necessary uh, protective equipment for our staff, with the necessary distancing while uh, parties can still observe. Mm. We will count at each of the voting stations, so we'll not transport any uncounted ballot papers. Once we have counted, we will complete a reconciliation of the results at that station. Party agents can also sign off the result slip. They can even make images of that result slip. And one, the original result slip will be left at the station, and the other one, which is a duplicate, will be taken to a local office where we will start by scanning it into the system and thereafter capturing the results onto our result system. We hope that uh, tomorrow, uh, around this time, we should have concluded the majority of the results and the country will know 
the outcome of the of the by-election monitor than meeting. And hopefully there'll be no councillors who are refusing to leave their posts as a result of the the credibility of the vote. The good thing is that in this instance, <laughs> there are no councillors. That's why we have uh, by-election. So it is a vacancy. So no one can claim... Uh, that the elections were not free and therefore they are not leaving their pool. <laughs> All right. Um, we've got some a couple of voice notes that have come in from our listeners. Let's uh, begin with this one. Hello, Kathy. It's Nina, Northern Cape. Uh, just to let you know, our voting station eventually opened its doors at 20 past 8 this morning. It's a joke. Where are certain parties allowed to uh, distribute pamphlets telling you to vote for that party? It's election day. No canvassing is actually allowed. Mm-hmm. Also, they try to wear the, the uh, party T-shirts inside the voting hall. Really? What's wrong with the IEC? Thank you. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Mr. Shiburu, do you want to tackle that? Uh, we certainly uh, will check with our teams what the station is that opened at, uh, uh, later than it was meant to, and it is not acceptable. Mm-hmm. As it relates to party regalias, it is not clear who is wearing party t-shirts, but the law allows for voters to wear anything to a voting station. It can come draped into a duvet or in a, in, a party, in a party t-shirt with party colors. The only people who cannot wear party regalia inside the voting stations are party agents uh, if they are uh, accredited as such. Uh, The last Mm. point uh, relates to uh, canvassing on voting day. Mm. Today, in terms of the law, no organized political activity is permitted. But remember that in terms of our regulations, political parties are permitted to maintain presence in the vicinity of the voting stations, but outside the boundaries of a voting station. So in those instances, uh, uh, subtle political activity is permissible on voting day, and the distribution of pamphlets would seem to be consistent with uh, what parties do on voting day in the uh, temporary operating facilities in the vicinity of the voting station. Where those things are not permitted Mm. is within the boundaries of a voting station. I think just clarify in terms of the proximity that political okay. parties can have to the actual voting station and be distributing things like pamphlets um, to the voters that have come out. Because, you know, a lot of the voting stations sometimes would be your community halls. They'll be taking place at schools, etc. So is it permissible for this to be happening outside the school gates? Does it need to be a block away from the school? There is no proximity in terms of actual meters or distance from the voting station because our network of voting stations are varied. Let's make an example, however, with a school. If the presiding officer determines that the fence of the school is the boundary of a voting station, political parties may maintain presence, but outside the boundaries, outside the fence of the school, outside the boundaries of the school, there is no proximity. The only thing that the law requires is that those temporary operating facilities must not hinder free access of voters into the voting station. So as long as they do not hinder free access of voters into voting stations, uh, we cannot interfere with them. The presiding officer may ask the party to remove its uh, facility 
if it obstructs the entrance or if it causes nuisance uh, to the voters. But parties are allowed to maintain mm-hmm. presence at voting station and they are allowed to, to distribute their pamphlets as long as they do not do it within the boundaries of the voting station. All right. Mr. Shibura, I want us to listen just to a follow-up from uh, one of our listeners today. Hello, Kathy. Just to clarify that point, this person that was distributing pamphlets was distributing them to people actually standing in the queue. And it was a party official inside the voting hall they wanted to wear his party T-shirt. I must admit, they shoot him out pretty fast. Thank you, Nina. All right. Is there a specific place where people can um, register complaints or concerns that they observe? In those instances, uh, Casey, on, the, in, in, on election day, those issues ought to be raised with the presiding officer who has all the authority in terms of the law to deal with those instances, including uh, requesting those persons to leave the boundaries of a voting station. Mm. All right. Thank you so much for coming on to the show today. Maseho Shibori is the IEC's Deputy Chief Electoral Officer. And as you heard from him, They are expecting that um, by tomorrow this time, we should have a pretty good picture of what the outcome of the results in the multiple um, wards that are being held are going to be. Um, So certainly it will be keeping a close eye on it, especially in some of those wards that are being seen as hotly contested, that that are being seen as a test for uh, some political parties in terms of what they might expect going into the local government elections next year.